Chunky Coyote is fortunate enough to be recorded on what is colonially known as Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The original lands of the Haudenosaunee, the Anishinaabe, the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, and the Huron-Wendat, and founded on the Dish with One Spoon Treaty. We do not support colonial forces that seek to further traumatize and erase the original caretakers of this land. To learn what land you're on, go to native-land.ca. Hi lovers, welcome to Chunky Coyote, the couple's podcast, but not. My name's Caroline and all I can do is crochet. You took mine! Really? Oh shit. (laughs) Okay, well my name's Sierra and I'm crocheting a blanket. My name is Emma and I just really love to play. believe you took hers yeah that's, that's never so happened funny. before no <laughs> so okay yeah so welcome to the show emma Thank it's so nice so to much. have you it's do you so want nice to yeah like tell the tell the people about yourself okay here we go <laughs> so my name is emma um my pronouns are she her and i make fun earrings <laughs> mm-hmm. the funnest yeah like yeah (laughs) oh thank you yeah that's kind of my my main thing right now that's been keeping me feeling like sane and just generally joyous Mm -hmm. and I saw on on uh Instagram you're dabbling into some like metal ring things yeah they're so beautiful so fun thank you I would love to bring that into my practice um, unfortunately it requires so many like tools mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. a lot more space, yeah. but it was so cool learning about the process and it's like ancient, like silver stepping yeah. yeah. goes way, way, way back. So yeah, I just took a, uh, two day course that was like all day and I made two rings and they're just like rings I made for myself. And now I just have these beautiful pieces of silver that I love wearing, but I would really love to be able to make more and get more into that but we'll see what happens yeah I've also seen through Instagram all of it's through Instagram well we should say yeah we that is we've never met in person no No. this is the nature of Instagram friends I was saying this to Caroline before we started I was like it's so strange because I really feel like I have met you before, but it's just pure, (laughs) it's purely, yeah, just a, just an internet relationship, which is really wild. I think it's the first time that I've ever like taken it, I guess not technically off the internet, but like made it more personal, (laughs) which I'm sure, like, I wonder as the person that people are following, like, I don't know it feels like you're blowing up and there's like everyone's obsessed with all your jewelry because it's amazing (laughs) and beautiful like I'm sure there's so many people that you like meet online or like message you and you're like what is that like how is it like to be like a mini Canadian celeb (laughs) to be like famous (laughs) I'm obsessed that it's like in Canada too because Canada's so small so I feel like from my understanding and my experience so far with the polymer clay community Mm-hmm. Um, it's huge in like the US and the UK mm-hmm. but in Canada it's quite small I mean we yeah. just we really like there's not that many people here so um but it's been so cool and just like what you said about starting to like have internet friends this is my first 
also interaction with having so many internet friends through this mm -hmm. community and just so many people who I've never met that for some reason like have my back 100% mm -hmm. and are so sweet and supportive and will just send me like the most heartwarming messages and I think if I didn't have that like it wouldn't I wouldn't be so like all in like mm -hmm. it's just people are just like so incredible Oof, I don't know no I'm just very grateful for the community that I've been able to meet and you know not really meet but in yeah, a way yeah. we're all kind of connecting through this space and so yeah to sum up it's been really cool yeah. I'm obsessed with it <laughs> I think it's amazing how you can kind of like suss out people's energy and like vibes and tell if you would kind of get along or if they like match like yeah. what you like your energy to a certain extent like mm -hmm. I think I didn't feel like we were taking any sort of risk asking you to be a part of this podcast because we knew like from obviously we don't know you know you were like you know right. it could have been like asking a stranger to come on the podcast and they could have been like really shitty and been like oh my god we can't post that because they're actually stuck <laughs> and like said bad shit but like um yeah I, there was never a moment we were like should we worry about bringing on this person like we were right. just so excited to bring you on because you can kind of tell although Instagram and social media is like weird and fake it's mm -hmm. also like really real too. yeah like you can tell mm. a certain amount about someone's energy based on like how they use the platform and whatever so yeah I think that's super yeah. cool yeah I've been learning so much about that through this whole process too because I don't know if you either of you saw but I was doing a giveaway um like last week and scam there was a scam. Yes, there was yes. A Carol. Scam. I Carol almost got scammed. scammed. I think you you messaged yeah, me messaged about it, right? You. Yeah. I had to oh. cancel my credit card. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's not your fault. I'm so sorry. No, I felt like it, it. It was crazy. Just just to kind of like touch on what you said about, you know, there's there's many moments for people to be super authentic through social media, but then there's mm. also so much space for this yeah. fake like yep. hidden. Can you guys swear on this? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. I mean, it's not even a swear, but I was gonna say like fake shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was that was just like wild. But um, I, one thing that I've been really learning is, at the end of the day, it's up to you, like how you want to share yourself through social mm -hmm. media, and if you really do want to be like upfront and honest about what that looks like and what that feels like, there's going to be people who aren't down for that. Yeah. And then there's going to be people who are super down for it. And you're going to have to deal with some rejection to be able to really like break through to people that you're on yeah. a level with or yeah, totally. see you for who you are. And I think it's worth it to kind of like weed around and just like not be so flat, like, Mm -hmm. I have found so much joy in like sharing more and more of my personal life or just like more personality that I'll with that account and I'll sometimes post something and be like oh my god like that's so embarrassing <laughs> like, I that right now yeah but then I'll have someone be like ha 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 like this was funny loved it and I'm like okay whatever like it's yeah yeah something that I wanted and there it is <laughs> yeah it kind of reminds me of like in the same way that yeah some people use the internet to like just like not be themselves and like post versions of themselves that they think are like more successful or more palatable or like mm. any of that stuff but I think there is also like a really big 
part of our generation that like you know grew up using like tumblr and i feel like yes. in the whole like <laughs> tumblr queens <laughs> yes. i love this so much and i think that was the first time that like i remember that i could be I felt like I could be all the parts of myself with that like Tumblr community. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people were like, I can't be a lot of young people on the platform were like, I can't be myself in any other part of my life, except for when I log on to Tumblr type thing. It's kind of, it's kind of like the way that like MySpace and like all of that stuff happened. Like these really like niche communities of people who were like, you know what? Like nobody gets me in my normal (laughs) life, which is like so angsty and like, but I think there is some validity to that of being like, if you want to use the internet to like be your truest self that is like a really beautiful way I think to use internet platforms and like something that I've definitely been experimenting with as well of just being like okay well why don't you post that picture of yourself that you think is like so weird or like silly or whatever because you know being pretty on the internet is not like the be all and end all of life it's so hard to remember though it's so hard to be like I think this photo is hilarious and with my close friends I'll send it to them and think it's so funny but that fear of being like oh anyone else if anyone else sees this they're gonna realize that I'm actually disgustingly hideous (laughs) I don't know there's some realization she's not actually hot and then you're like okay but we can all be both because like yeah we're not like we are multifaceted. We yeah. Nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> and people really like respond to that and love that when you're, I'm like, the internet could be a lot less toxic or like, you know, Instagram and all of that stuff would be a lot less toxic if people just like, I don't know, first of all, used it in the ways that they specifically wanted to use it. I think a lot of people like forced themselves to use it in a certain way that like, well, they're also told to like when yeah. you were at oh my school, gosh, yeah. Uh, for because we both graduated from the same theater program and a big part of us leaving we took a business class and there was a section where this teacher was talking about like having a professional account and like what would you want to share there and like making things private and just like being a lot of people were panicked very concerned we were all you could share and I was just like listen maybe this is not maybe the industry isn't ready for this mentality yet but it's never gonna get ready if we all keep like pandering towards this like fake um persona so I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want and if you don't want to hire me because Mm -hmm. I put my boobs on the internet then I probably don't want to work for you and I get that that's scary for some people because they're like oh job opportunities are so scarce already I don't want to like ruin my chances so which is fair but I'm just not like that (laughs) no I feel you I have eight Instagram accounts (laughs) eight (laughs) wow yeah it's a lot um I don't like use them all but there's eight in existence that Mm. I run (laughs) (laughs) my my other businesses no um and it's funny I was talking to my roommate this morning because she's kind of in a similar boat Mm -hmm. and we've both gone so back and forth between being like oh which one do I really use like which one is like me and then which one is like my business and then which one is my like personal one like Mm -hmm. the finsta and Mm -hmm. I'm just we're we're both kind of constantly going back and forth between being like which one portrays the real me and it's this really weird like I don't know we didn't like come up with an answer we were like I'm not sure like which one we should disable temporarily and like now I'm gonna start posting on this one like 
Yeah. For me, it feels most comfortable to just like really use like Emma Jewels to try and be like just the most myself. And then I have like my Finsta where I like shit post, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like yeah. the two personalities. Yeah. And at some point in your life, all eight of those accounts came were from you. you and from whatever yes. place yeah. you were at at that time to create it, you know? Yes. That's, that's how I feel mentality. about my tattoos. Oh my God, shut up. Uh, I was about to say that's my mentality toward tattoos. Absolutely. Because it's literally that. It's like at some point. I love this thing. (laughs) We yell on the podcast all the time. But yeah, it's like at some point, that's exactly what you wanted. You like went up to someone and said, this is me. I want this in my body. So it it was you. Yeah. What an amazing memory to have. Instead of being like, oh, wow, I was so stupid then. I was like, oh, no, that was me at that point in my life. And what a cool marker to be like, yeah, like 16, 18-year-old Carol was like, this is what I want. This is who I (laughs) am. Like maybe wouldn't get it now, but I have it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such a mood. Yeah. I saw, I mean, like a lot of things also have been like happening and changing in your life. Like you did a cross country. And like, yeah, still operating your business. And I saw that you're a postpartum doula as well. Oh my gosh. Like so many hats. Like (laughs) tell us about that. So many hats. And that's, literally what my roommate and I also were saying today we were just like we have so many hats right now like, <laughs> that yeah but I have so much energy too which is really cool mm-hmm. trying to like keep cultivating that but um yeah to sum up I was in Montreal for the past six years went to Concordia mm-hmm. I did their women's studies program there it was great loved Montreal but was like okay I want to change I just like Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't even know really where it came from but I I grew up in Calgary so I've spent a lot of time in Vancouver yeah just like in the summers and have like a decent amount of friends here and just kind of randomly I was like I would like to move there like let's just make that happen so Mm -hmm. um drove my little car (laughs) across the country yeah, I think it, I think it took me, I gave myself a week, but I like yeah. took, I took it slow. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend to anybody to do a like solo road trip at some point in your life. If wow. you drive or have a car yeah. or have access to that. Cause it was just like, it's actually the second time I did it. Cause I went Calgary to Montreal a couple of years ago. So I sort of knew what to expect, but every time it's just so much alone time and it's so much like screaming and singing so loud in the car like it's it's a release like it's a huge release wild that sounds like a dream oh my gosh yeah yeah I'm I'm really grateful that I had the, the chance to do that and then now I'm in Vancouver and it's been really wonderful and I sort of came here to pursue birth work so I'm now in that world because it's yeah. so much more established here like mm-hmm. hiring doulas and even just like midwifery in general is much more not much more accepted in British Columbia but it's just like it's more of a norm yeah mm-hmm. um and yeah so I've been I've started doing postpartum and I'm hoping to like attend a birth soon mm-hmm. we'll see what happens but that's that's the dream um yeah and then continuing with 
Emma Jules, which just followed me here and it's been great. <laughs> How long have you been doing like your jewelry making and things? How long has that been going on for you? Yeah, I was kind of trying to figure that out also. Um, like my first Instagram post was like the summer of 2019. Okay. So I would say like about that, I guess it's been yeah. like a year and a half. Oh my gosh, um, that's not long at all. Yeah, I would have. It's not, like but it feels years. like a long time. Well, yeah. Because I mean, it's a long time to make a hobby. Like it's hard enough to make yeah. a hobby a real thing. Like most people don't succeed in that, and obviously yeah. you would, like have this consistency. Oh, thank you. I say, I'm glad that people see that because I don't. Oh my gosh, know yeah. That it comes across that <laughs> yeah. way, but it, you know, it's really interesting, and, and I guess my perspective is different because I follow like so many other people that feel like we're all doing really similar work yeah um but you know some people started this in quarantine and like blew up and like you know it's like huge and I remember seeing that and being like that's so cool I'm so happy for you but like I've been doing this yeah (laughs) yeah and I polymer clay also like for some reason all of a sudden blew up in quarantine and it's hard Mm. to find now like I can't get certain colors anymore it's just sold out like doesn't exist so that's been a struggle one of my other roommates is also a polymer clay earring designer so we share that in common we have like a really cute little studio space but we struggle to like find our materials because it's such a popular thing right now which is really Mm. interesting yeah, that's yeah. wild. I would never I have thought that. Yeah, I would not Yeah, I know it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like what you said, it's like still a relatively small thing like within Canada. But do you have to like get your materials outside of the country or like No, there's there's like a two companies in they're both based on Ontario that mm-hmm. wholesale sell them, but yeah. I think they buy it internationally. And it's like there's like two brands of polymer clay there's Fimo and there's Sculpey and that's it and it's like yeah. I, they're probably made in like I don't know Europe something like yeah. that mm-hmm. wild. <laughs> so, so yeah yeah it's been it's been really interesting just learning about this like weird niche subculture community too and how so many of those are blowing up like you two doing crochet like yeah you know there's people crocheting like crazy. There's people, all of a sudden, everyone's making like rugs. Yeah. Yes. We were talking about making, <laughs> we were talking about making a rug because we yeah. couldn't find I one. I mean, crafts are just where it's at right now when yeah. you're like, I want to fill yeah. my days with things that like feel so wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like to Which decorate your house. Yeah. Like I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people And your are, body. Yeah. yeah. They're like, okay, I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can like fill my time and also give myself something mm-hmm. cute. And also or, like give it to my friends you want to you want your space and your body and like everything that you're a part of to feel like like, this whole search for like authenticity or like to like represent yourself and so you're like well if I make these things then this is me you know like my space Mm -hmm. feels like more part of me and like well all that kind of stuff but I think it's like the only sense of control that we have right now as well we're like okay that's a really good point what can I change what can I like see progress in and you're like my house and myself that's (laughs) pretty much it yeah like that's the focal point right yeah like I I really can't push anything else along except for like what's going on here and like in my immediate surroundings so like that makes a ton of sense to me that like people would be just making whatever they can I think also I'm wondering how like you feel about 
you know, it's like having so many people be in like the polymer clay world and then being like, okay, this is something that also I do and like trying to like stand on your own, stand your own ground and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like sometimes I get like discouraged of being like, okay, well there's like, there's too many, you know, I've thought, I've had the thought of like, there's too many podcasts. Like we can't, we mm-hmm. can't do yeah. it. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, I really love like ceramics, like air dry clay. And I'm like, there's too many ceramicists. Like I can't. <laughs> yes. I love seeing <laughs> your stuff, by the way. You were doing oh the most beautiful pieces. Thank you. Yeah. I loved how they were, but I was just like, oh, Maybe this is only allowed to be a hobby only, like yeah it's only a me thing yeah mm-hmm. and not being like afraid uh, to get in there yeah I have like so many feelings toward all of that mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> it's yeah it's it's definitely disheartening at times or discouraging but I think you know like anything you have to go through the, the motions of it all and it has its really, really rewarding moments. And then it has its really like, I don't know, there's some weird like gatekeeper-y mm-hmm. moments that happen in it too. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've found myself trying to be as much of like an observer as possible and not like really engaging in trying to like, like there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people who are like, I am like the polymer clay queen and like mm-hmm. here's like here's like how it goes and here's all the tips and tricks and sign up for my Patreon like so much respect to people that do Patreon like I like love that like get paid for your work mm-hmm. yeah. um then there's like a lot of backlash on people being like oh like this person copied my work or yeah mm. there's just so much and I, I feel like at the end of the day like there are just so many freaking people in the world and we're all just trying to find something that sparks our interest, something yeah. that makes us feel like we're making, doing, creating, like having a relationship with like a medium that is outside of ourselves. And that is so beautiful that we're even just willing to try, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you willing to try working with air dry, even though you feel like, oh, there's too many people that are doing ceramics, ceramics, like, yeah, trust me, I feel that. Like my my roommate and I both do the exact same yeah. thing. <laughs> like, what is that? But then our styles are so different. So yeah. it's like, and our personalities come out so differently through our interaction with like our social media and just like through making pieces and like even our processes are so different. Like when we first moved in together, we were like, so how do you do this? And like, how do you do that? And we were like, yeah. whoa, they're actually really different. Yeah. So, yeah, it 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 has its moments that I'm like, ugh, I should be doing like something else, or like when when is this? One thing that I've been not coming to recently, but just kind of, it's been floating around. I'm like, when is this gonna end? Like, when do Mm. I like stop doing this? Yeah, and is that just gonna like naturally happen? Like, I I don't feel like there's an end in sight right now, but I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about like. I guess because I've been around so much birth, I'm also thinking a lot about like death and feeling like there's Mm -hmm. an inevitable end and Mm. um, the beautiful home that my roommates and I live in right now is going to be knocked down. (gasps) Yeah, super sad. In uh, July or June. Wow. Yeah, and there's this big 
fucking ugly ass sign right on our front lawn that's like uh application for new condos like you know what I'm talking about yeah it's so nasty I hate it so much and it's just like every day this reminder that like this place this space is is going to die yeah and this is near oh my gosh and yeah so a lot of a lot of that energy has been happening but um yeah, everything everything comes to an end. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Trying to Whoa. trying to flow with it. <laughs> I feel like that must be so, like, I don't know. I'm. It seems like you've also just like had to radically accept what's <laughs> happening, but yeah. that also seems like a lot of like you know you just moved across country, and now mm-hmm. this place that you have like semi settled in yeah. is also being knocked down so soon Mm -hmm. also like it might not feel seem soon but like that that's it's coming every day Yeah, that's coming coming up and so I'm like I wonder about like how you've been able to deal with that like impending reminder that like everything's (laughs) in flux and like you're trying to like get settled while also like not get too settled because you're gonna have to leave Mm. soon like what is that I don't even know what I would do yeah I mean I don't know what I am doing (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to do it yeah Yeah. it it makes me just it reminds me too of um the weird like scam thing that happened I'm like such a lack of control sometimes right like I could not control that and this we have no control like we're just Mm -hmm. tenants and this is like some big multi-million dollar thing that's being built like it's just these moments where you're like, man, like I ain't really shit right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Surrendering to that. And then, you know, maybe something new, like the portal opens and you're like, Oh, okay. There's like actually a new thing over here that I wasn't looking at. So that's what I'm trying to imagine is going to (laughs) happen. I mean, hopefully that's like, I like to think that's how, the universe works is it's like yeah you know too. it needed you to be somewhere else so it's gonna like literally knock down the house that you're uh-huh. in right now so that like there's it's no dramatic. way it's yeah. dramatic yeah <laughs> it's like clearly something yes, something is large is coming bitch. yeah oh my gosh the most dramatic bitch you're like yeah. could we could we chill <laughs> not to like do you derail or go back but when you were talking about like or Sierra's question about like finding that validation and like you talking about people copying work or like that whole thing Mm. as artists of like wanting so desperately to be original and wanting to like be special like I think regardless of your artist artist or not like that feeling of wanting to be different and special and unique and like that is such a strong um feeling that humans have and there I think that there is like a certain amount of truth like when everyone's like every person's different and you can bring a unique perspective but then like a big thing in theater school is like everything is derivative which is the thing we say all the time like Mm. nothing is actually completely new like we are so influenced by so many things around us and so that weird balance of being like all I want is to be totally different and yet I can never escape the fact that I am 
taking and learning and and being like molded by everything around me and all these different people around me so like you know it's always weird when I'm like oh do I have the right to make this art piece like this like I've seen other people do it and it made me like really inspired and I want to make something like it but then you're like well am I copying am I making this unique enough is it like just enough to be inspired or like you know Uh but then at the end of the day like you said that like beauty of people just like wanting to try and like I I wish that there was a more of an energy of like less gatekeeping and Mm -hmm. more space for people to just do the same shit (laughs) absolutely oh my god I'm so on board with that like anytime anyone has ever messaged me being like hey, I'm starting to make earrings. Like any tips? Like, yes, here's like everything that was really hard to learn. And like, you know, I had to learn in shitty ways, like shit breaking and like people being like, hey, this broke. Like, Mm -hmm. what's up with that? And me being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, let me redo it. Like that, that happened. And like, I'm so willing to like accept that was not perfect at first and that like you have to learn as time goes on but like what is the harm in more people like expressing themselves and trying it out and getting that validation like there's nothing more exciting than getting like, someone you don't know ordering something from you like, yeah seeing mm-hmm. beauty in this yeah do you know when you, you when you you order something online and you're like oh my god I love this like yeah you don't you don't buy shit online that you're not like oh I really want that you, you know like you see something yeah. and you're like this is beautiful I see myself in this. I want Mm -hmm. this, or I see my friend or my girlfriend or my partner in this. Mm -hmm. I want this for them. And then they buy it. Like that is so validating. And like, probably the coolest part about it, especially when people are like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you, are you sure? Like, (laughs) (laughs) really? Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much space for that. Yeah. So I agree. Like, let's just make that space because the internet is like not finite like yeah the yeah. cloud the cloud cannot be contained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I honestly think that's such like a wonderful that you have like such a gracious and like open generous spirit because mm. I think yeah there's like a lack of ego that has to come mm-hmm. with that like yeah I oh don't know yeah. this this is not me like whatever yeah here's everything I know and here's all the things that I did because I think really? what is hard about the internet is then when you make something and you really love it and you put it up and there is that those moments where people do like straight up just like steal from you yes <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I mean even in terms of like the appropriation of cultures and like all of that stuff mm-hmm. like I understand mm-hmm. why there's such a like I mean it's capitalism basically capitalism and letting people share yeah capitalism and white supremacy essentially like the difference between um sharing and exploiting like far too close way too close Mm, and I uh think a lot of people don't actually know the difference right now (laughs) and because they're like I have Mm -hmm. access to everything on the internet like they're yeah it's like it's just become such a fine line and Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah we need to make sure that we're not gatekeeping anything because at the end of the day like Mm -hmm. we don't own anything anything or anyone and we all you know all of our information and our learning and the aesthetics that we like all came from 
like so many different places and we need to be able to like acknowledge that without that being a direct threat on like our creativity or like our ownership on the art that we make but at the same time knowing when you are being exploited slash when you are exploiting another person and I think that's so hard like one of my Mm -hmm. favorite um they're like an intimate like like lingerie company and they're really small they're called great eros and they're from like new york it's like a small shop in brooklyn and they make the most beautiful underwear and they have these like prints and stuff and that they made and um this huge influencer who is like her stuff is all over and she has this huge um like fashion brand uh, straight up like stole from this company and wow. then you know started like putting it all over everywhere mm-hmm. and this small company is like this is how people like us get buried because people just like take our stuff and then if we come for them and be like hey you stole from us they know that we don't have the money to like do anything legally so then they you know pile us up with legal fees and then we spend all our money on legal fees and then oh we're done so it's like yeah yeah I don't know like it how sucks. the like wanting to be so gracious and open which I think is like super important and creating communities that are like yeah everybody learn everybody do if you have the yeah. passion to do something you should 100% do it because I absolutely believe in that but then also being like oh, capitalism ruined that too yeah <laughs> because I have to protect myself from a thing that I don't want to protect myself from I don't <sighs> even want to engage in this like shit that is so hard and and also just like having to know the difference for yourself of being like yes maybe someone else's work like looks a bit like yours but that doesn't necessarily mean you're being exploited and you then do not have to you know drag them all over the internet and come for them because that's not yeah that's not what's happening here and like really making sure that you actually know the difference sheet and like having some sort of separation that's like very hard there's a balance mm-hmm. there's there, there has to be but yeah it just it makes me think of like the difference between this like capitalist and colonialist obsession with ownership mm-hmm. and it's like that ownership gets so like blurred with basically just like like you're saying like we don't own anything like it, it makes me think of like our relationship to land and like mm-hmm. you know freaking white people coming here and we're like oh this is like renaming this place like this is mine like I'm from here and it's yeah it's just it's a really fucking shame because we 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 forget that we're really just here to like share and I don't know I I think part of it too for me is like my Libra moon and I like (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) yes yeah it's it's that like it's the balance (laughs) it's also being like the diplomat and just being like I'm gonna step back and like let this unfold and yeah I'm I'm like I'm definitely learning I haven't personally had any like intense moments where I've had to like I don't know call someone out for like stealing anything like nothing like that but I've seen it happen yeah Um, and there's like one creator that I follow that like sometimes shares like things like that but she's really I think a lot of people are really shy about it too because they don't want to be like I did this but they do really feel like it was something that they maybe sort of came up with 
from their mm-hmm. head instead mm-hmm. of seeing it and then did it and then felt like it was taken in some way um and she she'll she'll mostly post it on her like close friend story to be like what do you guys think I should do like would you mm-hmm. say something and there's a lot of that dialogue between different makers being like what would you say or like yeah what do you think and it makes me think of diet Prada do you guys follow diet Prada yes. yeah yeah they're like the like collar outer of they do everything copying yeah. each other yeah, yeah. um that's where I learn a lot about that kind of tea. <laughs> yes, I did have a thought on this whole, like, obviously Please. wanting to stand up for yourself as small creators and to, like, uh, yeah. get the recognition that you deserve as someone who's, like, doing their thing and, like, putting the effort in and putting the work in. Mm-hmm. And it is hard because I think a lot of the time you want to live, like, in that state of optimism, like, a big thing that we've we say often is like life is in abundance and love is in abundance and there's always enough space and there's Mm. always more room for more friends and more people and more you know like obviously you as an individual have like an energy cap but like but yeah the greater greater world has no end in like the energy that we can exchange and so it's hard when you're Mm. like at my core I believe this world is abundant but like Sierra said in in the systems that we've created that like encourage exploitation you're like well that's not fair (laughs) I can't (laughs) I can't just like live that way when I'm just gonna be like buried underground also something that you were saying about um just like the many hats that you wear I think that's such a like uh why do I want to say nomenclature because that's not the word (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nomenclature that's such a um, I don't even know what that means <laughs> I think nomenclature is the way that you like the system to scientifically name things like yeah. plants and things oh. or like you're I love that you know anyways that. <laughs> anyways um it's like such a pillar for our generation I think yeah we don't get to not be people who wear many hats or a lot of yeah. us don't because the gig economy yeah like we don't have <laughs> yeah it's just like not a thing for us anymore and I don't I, even want to let work a nine to five and do the same shit every day that's fucking boring <laughs> I get sick of it I hate it so like yeah. as much as it's a struggle yeah. and you're not like supported financially I'm also like thank the lord like I yeah. just think it's like it's such an incredibly like new way that we have all adapted to exist of like yeah it's normal to have like 10 jobs and be like uh, there might be more mm-hmm. because the whole thing about um knowing that like the end is in sight and wondering when you know like one of these things that you do is going to be like yeah like I don't know that all of these are going to exist forever and maybe they can't forever mm-hmm. I just think that's really interesting and that like is I've I've seen like across the board with a lot of people in our like age range yeah. is like we have so many things because we have to but also because we really want to and that like supports the kind of communities we want to build and the ways that we want to exist in life yeah I don't know it's just something that I've been thinking about a lot it it makes me think that our I don't know generation is so much more comfortable with 
fluidity and change mm. in general mm-hmm. like when we think about our maybe our parents or parents parents like you know they were like career people it was like mm-hmm. you find your career and then that's that's your thing for your whole life and not only are is our generation more fluid about like gender and sexuality but also just like being okay with being like oh yeah I like went to school for that but actually I'm gonna do this for a couple years and then I'm gonna do something totally different and just like switching it up like there's room for that and I Mm -hmm. I think that that's so cool like Mm -hmm. really down to be a part of that like I think every day the decisions that we make to switch it up and to be okay with parts of ourselves dying and like claiming new identities is just further defining what are we millennials I guess we're not like Gen Z I don't know well like we talk about this all the time (laughs) because there's like the weird years in between I think there's some discrepancies but from what I know is that I'm the last year of millennial which is a 95 and then a 96 is like the first year of Gen Z but I think that some people uh, there's like a bit of a there's like a four or five years in that include like 95 96 and then like I think a couple years above okay. and a couple maybe one year below that yeah, 95 yeah there's like we're so. somewhere in this weird like middle child yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> I think it's this whole yeah. thing of like yeah. I read a post I about it somewhere being a cuss. we yes. are cu- we are very cuspy and it's yeah. I feel I feel That's our like very no. very cuspy my my um finsta or whatever handle used to be cuspy binge because yeah. i'm on the cusp of aquarius and pisces and i oh really have a tattoo <gasps> of the it's Como. like the aquarius and the pisces symbol together and so many people were like cusps aren't real there's no such thing as a cusp and i'm just like fuck you i'm a cusp and like <laughs> i'm a cusp for everything i'm always on the cusp and that's that's it I can't actually so there's that um that's but a, I feel amazing. like I cusp that. is so real I mean I guess it's real if you, I guess it's not real if you don't want it to be like if you feel that you're you know one of those like sign cusp but you feel very much this one thing like sure, yeah I get it whatever you want but but I don't know I feel this gen z millennial cusp like quite hard yeah and <laughs> especially because like all of my siblings are older yeah. and then you have one younger sibling so mm-hmm. I think that also informs it quite deeply of yeah. like what isms or what things you kind of like grew up with like um that I don't really know inform. Just, like you guys use tiktok I feel like tiktok tiktok is like where I'm learning all about gen z and how yeah. there's so many parts where I'm like Yes, like I get it, but I'm also just doing research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there I have not I get all my TikToks from Instagram, same, or from like other friends who send it to us. And I feel like that's where I feel quite comfortable, mm. but there have been some evenings where I've been tempted to I just know, get and it. And I don't know what my hesitation <laughs> is, but I'm also like I don't want it. But I'm also like am I just being like a weird older person now that is like refusing to like move forward with technology? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But for some reason I just have yeah. such a hesitation because I'm also I struggle enough keeping up with Instagram. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't want to scroll. I get like, it. It's just another platform to like really scroll and spend time on, but I, I actually saw this like kind of interesting at analysis, I guess, of TikTok and Instagram. Hmm. And I think that there's room for both. They're, they're different, but there's a lot of people on TikTok who are like, Instagram is going to die because it's all about showing like 
like kind of what we were talking about earlier, like this like fake persona or like the best that you want to be, how you want to be perceived it's showing like something that you can idolize. Whereas TikTok is so much more like daily routines and just like more real, like mm-hmm. really kind of in your face. And that's what people are really romanticizing is that like daily day-to-day nature. Absolutely. So I yeah. really like it. Maybe we're getting TikTok. I don't know. You know yeah. You've kind of sold me. I think a lot of people, I hear it all the time, like at least once a day now on, t- on Instagram that people are like, Instagram is butts. We're leaving. <laughs> and being like, TikTok is where it's at. Or like Clubhouse is a new one. Maybe that's oh not new. Boy. Didn't you guys make a TikTok though? I thought you, you made, did. A, made a reel. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's so similar. Which is literally, it's just yeah it's just a tiktok but on instagram, on instagram yeah. so yeah oh my gosh yeah. yeah but it was so much fun actually to make it so i'm like yeah. probably would love tiktok it was quite it's fun. just yeah i get oh it it's another it's just like another thing to have yeah um i have a question that kind of like whoop changes conversation um which was a question that we had wondered pre-podcast but we're wondering obviously like our thing is all about like friendships and platonic intimacy and like relationships so like I guess this is kind of two questions in one is like how if at all do you find your move across the country has affected your friendships and your relationships slash when you talk about your Instagram community and that relationship you mentioned like that supportiveness or like the the weird feelings of like kind of knowing people but don't like how do those two things affect your mindset around relationships and friends and like how you Mm. like to be nurtured in those ways Mm -hmm. I love that question okay so I think part of me moving out west um was a bit of a like I, I still have great friends there but it was a bit of a goodbye to a chapter in my life um and I think a big part of it also was to move in with my two roommates that I have now who are Mm -hmm. like I knew one of them beforehand we went to university together and then one of them is a friend of a friend but we have now since become just like sisters like it's Mm -hmm. like this super incredible friendship that I'm so grateful for and that's kind of another like one of the energies that brought me out here was like I want that like I had been living alone in Montreal for about two years Mm. and as much as that's amazing and sexy and like independent (laughs) I was like I want to have roommates like I want to have like cute dinners and I want to come home like talk to talk about my day and Mm -hmm. yeah have just like a cozy space and like watch The Bachelor except like (laughs) it's been weird this season I don't know if you guys watched <laughs> I've been I've been keeping up to date through my mom and it's yeah it seems it's like stressful. it's been weird <laughs> there's like That's hilarious. we're like boycotting it because it's like bullying but anyway essentially yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, mm. and there's like all this like sex work shaming anyway it's just nice. the whole thing but yeah. yeah it's weird anyway that was a bit of a tangent but yeah, <laughs> um, like friendship and like friendship just was so important to me in, in coming out here and has been really important to me since. And part of me also leaving Montreal was sort of the like end of like a romantic relationship. And Mm -hmm. 
you know, that's, that was definitely like part of the, the leave and, and I think the, the community online existed while I was there, but has since felt it's like since become stronger since being here, just because I feel like I've been more present in like putting myself into my work and putting myself into those relationships with people. And when I was, when I was just a few months ago, like in October, still back in this like previous section of my life, I wasn't nearly as invested because I think I was, I had this safety net of like a partner and, Mm -hmm. And I had these friends, but I, I was just like very comfortable. And all of a sudden I kind of hit this wall and I was like, I don't want to be comfortable anymore. Like I want to stretch a little bit and mm-hmm. get a little scared and see where that takes me. And it's, it, yeah, it's just take it always like, I feel like showing up as yourself will always take you to people who are willing to like, see you and accept you like yeah, in that moment. Absolutely. You are. Yeah. So I feel like it just, fucking worked out like so weirdly and so magically and I'm just like I'm still kind of like um like how did this happen <laughs> um like just in terms of my 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 house and my roommates like I just love them so much I could talk about them all day um but yeah so I think the the online community like followed that and just trying to like engage in the most like personable and authentic way seems to pay off in my opinion totally authenticity (laughs) wins every time yeah yeah it's the only way wow (laughs) it's so magic to hear you talk about like the end of a romantic relationship uh and at least the way that I'm perceiving the way you speak about it is like (sighs) and maybe this is just because of the journey that you're on now with like letting go of that relationship and you're so you seem so loved and so held by your roommates that like you're not necessarily missing out on that like in that like emotional intimacy um but you just seem like so um content with that choice (laughs) and like I think that's really difficult for a lot of people to get there and we talk about this all the time that like breakups feel like they take for fucking ever to move forward from and we're obviously we're both Scorpios so it's just like we're (laughs) dramatic intense stinkers and like can't get over it (laughs) Um, we're like we're gonna hold on to this thing until I die or it dies or I don't know like something so it's just like really nice to see I mean obviously I don't know everything about your feelings but like it can take a long time to move forward from the end of a romantic relationship and like it's so cool to see how like your roommates and your like friends seem to be holding you through that yeah they're they're like a huge part of it I'm sure you too can understand just like based on your relationship that Mm -hmm. you know you need you need a rock and you need that foundation but yeah yeah part of part of me coming here too is that me coming to terms with that I've kind of always been like a relationship person Mm -hmm. and coming here I was like I want to be single like I just want to (laughs) be I don't want to give my energy to anybody like except for my friends and like except for the people that are like immediately nourishing me around me like of course Mm -hmm. that community is so important but I was like I just have so much love to give but I want to like know exactly where it's going and I I yeah I don't know. I just um, was really excited to be like, I'm not giving my energy in that way to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it's more for me and more for, 
for my friends but that felt that was like really a really exciting part about moving was like yeah I just yeah it was like this like electric like <laughs> wow that's uh, that's honestly yeah. yeah that's yeah. like yeah can I guess your sun sign oh my god yes <laughs> I'm probably gonna get it wrong but oh, I was wow. getting a lot of Capricorn energy oh my god interesting. is it so wrong didn't you say didn't you say you were Libra a, moon but like a Pisces Aquarius cusp oh right I did oh yeah, yeah. you already said this which but, I yeah. I'm, I can feel the like are you the Pisces side or the Aquarius side uh, Aquarius yeah because yeah, okay. I, I was right. like the whole time everything whole, but I got so much but also that like that moment that like deta- the my, detachment my, yes my Venus is in Capricorn oh okay yeah love- like when you talk about like wanting that um like not wanting to give your energy away and like yeah. also watching you succeed on like a business level is obviously like a big cap thing <laughs> and then you're like you love Scorpios and actually Capricorns and Scorpios creatively get along very well so oh, I was really? like oh the maybe earth, there's Capricorn in there it's all but- about like the earth and the water you yeah. know I think like, I think it's got to be the Venus because that's yeah. like creation and love but yeah I like that. Capricorns are sexy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. scary, sometimes get them away, but yes. um, also I'm an Aquarius rising and I have a little Aquarius <gasps> stick and poke. <laughs> I but I, I just feel like I, I definitely felt the Aquarius from you because I feel like there's such an amount of like air to your personality like just what I'm not in like an airy way. No, not in an airy way at all, but just oh, like there's it. a level of like like breath and release and not having to like grip anything too tightly like we don't Mm. need to you know hold on to anything for any sort of reason and I'm just like wow honestly jealous like I feel like (laughs) we hold on tight yeah I just have always I always admire Aquarians for for lots of things but for that so much of being like yeah, we, just release it. It's fine. Like, let mm-hmm. it go. It's cool. One of my best friends is a Scorpio, and we've always maintained this idea that she's the moon and I'm the sun, and we are like mm. yin, yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she'll grip on, or like, but she also has the capacity to go like really deep and like mm-hmm. take me, take me there. And then I am will maybe be like more loose and have the ability to take her like to the light and yeah just, yeah like, that is so important in friendship so, so important yeah. absolutely I love that well like love you guys Can yeah I, love you? <laughs> I mean yeah 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 love to be loved Big fan. <laughs> um okay well we'll see you next week Thank you, Emma, so much for yeah, for being here. I like, yeah, we really appreciate yeah, you like thank you so much. spending your very precious energy mm-hmm. with us. No, Yay. happily, so happily. Yay. Yeah, and we will have um, your Instagram and everything uh, in the description so that people can buy your jewelry. Oh, Please buy them. them. And we They're will so probably nice. also be <laughs> buying <Right>. more <laughs> jewelry. We love that, yes. Because it's so bomb. Thank Bye. you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, it's Carol and Seif. And you've reached the Chunky Coyote Hotline. Obviously, we can't come to the phone right now. But you can catch us on Instagram at Chunky Coyote Pod. But while you're here, like and subscribe to the podcast. Also, tell them about the review thing. Oh my gosh, Carol wants you to write a review. That'd be really nice. Okay, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.